The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I am your host, Dr. Drayvon James, and I'm super excited to have you here with us today on the Unity Online Radio Network, where we explore the concept of developing a life of peace every day. We do this every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or whatever time it is right now in your corner of the world. And yes, that's right. You heard me right. A life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. I want you just to inhale that for a moment. Can you even imagine a whole life like that? I mean, how about a whole day like that? Eight hours at work of peace every day, wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Well, yes, it's possible. Yes, you deserve it. And yes, you can achieve it. Listen, we're all very busy people, myself included. I run a busy business. I work full-time as a clinical consultant pharmacist. I'm raising teenagers. My life is busy just like yours, but guess what? Busy people get to have peace every day. Yes, we do. We get to we get to enjoy that too. What it takes is a community, just like the one that we have here every Monday, a community of people moving in the same direction, all with our own individual goals, but in our own individuality, we're looking to develop the sense of wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken. From that foundation. Right. Together, we can really build a community, a society, a world even of peace every day, even with all our individual wants, needs and desires. It's possible. We got a great show for you today, an amazing show dealing with one of the biggest issues in our life. Stress in the workplace. Listen, we know that our jobs are supposed to augment our life. Right. Work-life balance, we've all heard, read about it. So our job really is to help us live the lifestyle that we want. But too often what happens is because of the stress and quite honestly, our inability to manage that stress, the job takes a front seat in our life in that it's coming home with us and it's bringing all kinds of turmoil with it. So that it's having a negative effect on our family relationships. It's having a negative effect on our health. And, you know, you know, the third one, health, wealth and relationship, even though we're there and we're working that job and we're looking for income so that we can develop a life sometimes because of the stress that's going on. Right. Some people turn to overspending. So the job is not keeping up with the expenses. Right. And we're using spending as a way to pacify ourselves because of the stress. We talk about having balance in our life in the show a lot. Right. We talk about the big three. I said that every goal that we have in our life, according to Dr. Drayvon James, fits into one or three categories. And I want you guys to test this out on your on your own. Think about your goals and see if they fit in either the health, wealth 
or relationship category. And oftentimes, sometimes they can fit into um, more than one category, but that's what I call the big three. So we're talking about how to manage, what to do with the stress that happens in the workplace. Because we got to work. We need the income to live the life. But we don't want the job to destroy the other components of our life. So we have a wonderful guest on today, Manifest Ra. And before I bring him on, I want to tell you, some amazing things about this guy because you're going to perk up and you're going to really pay attention. If you're somebody here that's running a company, I want you to pay close attention because the the state of mind, the well-being of your employees, and the better that goes, the better your business goes. I think we all know that. If you're working in a company and you need and you get an opportunity to bring in wonderful speakers, you really want to consider Manifest Raw. He is an inner G that's inner I N N E R energy work expert, mindfulness facilitator, keynote speaker, corporate seminar trainer, and author. He regularly presents to corporations, agencies, colleges, and public audiences on the topics of workplace wellness, mindfulness, stress reduction, personal energy management, and organizational culture. He, is, he has consulted for over 100 organizations and addressed thousands of people in talks and seminars. Manifest contracts with, with the nation's leading health insurance companies such as Kaiser Permanente, United Healthcare, Care First, Government Employees Health Associations, and many others. He is um, the author of the upcoming book, the title of today's show, Let Go and Flow, The Busy Person's Guide to releasing stress in five minutes or less. I want to say that again. Let go and flow. The busy person's guide to releasing stress in five minutes or less. I hope your ears perked up because when I heard that, when I read that the first time, I was like, I cannot wait for this show because if you're mourning your day, your eight hour experience is anything like mine. Being able to release stress in five minutes or less is heroic. And if you if you and I can learn how to do that, we really want to incorporate those skills into our life. Manifest is a graduate of Florida A&M University School of Journalism. Manifest has a bachelor's degree in public relations. He is a certified mindfulness facilitator with the School of Heaven and Earth. Um, I, I want to say this right. <laughs> Qigong, 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 because I've been practicing, I was saying it right in my practice, but Qigong healer and instructor. So he's a Qigong healer and instructor from the Chinese Healing Arts Center and has trained extensively in Tai Chi with Dragon Gate DC. He is passionate about using his PR skills to promote healthy living strategies to top people, to people around the world. He has a unique style and delivery. You'll hear this and you'll agree with me that blends high energy, motivational success principles and calming mindfulness strategies for an engaging and dynamic approach to helping ordinary people live extraordinary lives. Right? I think that describes each and every one of us participating in the show today. We are ordinary people who deserve to live extraordinary lives. And guess what? We can do that. We can do that. Guys, it only takes a little bit of training and practice and gathering together where two or more are gathered. Great things happen. Great things happen, right? They said the universe is in the midst of that. So I would love to present to you all 
Mr. Manifest Ra. Welcome to the Everyday Peace Show with Dr. Drayvon James. Dr. Drayvon James, it is a pleasure and a blessing to be on your show today. I'm very excited about the topic. Um, Unity uh, Radio uh, obviously has so many wonderful topics that uh, guests like you and others, uh, I'm sorry, um, show hosts like you and others uh, uh, bring to the public. And uh, today I'm just honored to be a guest and to speak about something that is very passionate to me and uh, is uh, vital uh, for the health of people today in the workplace and just all over. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. You're right that it's vital. I mean, the vast majority of people, and I, and I don't have the statistics right in front of me, Sometimes they're showing up at jobs where they're not exactly 100% happy to be in the vocation that they have chosen for for whatever reason, right? For whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But to add insult to injury, if you will, all of the other things, I remember talking to someone in preparation for today's show and asking them about their job. And she said these words to me. She said, I used up all of my good feeling getting here today. All of my patients I use getting here today. And she was really serious. She said, you know, so I don't have a reserve for all this other petty stuff that's getting ready to happen. So I am stressed to the max. So hopefully she's listening today because I, I really encouraged her to be on the show. I said, you know, five minutes or less to learn how to de-stress. And maybe you're not going to get rid of all of it in five minutes. But if we can get you down to a level where you can still feel your inner energy helping you to get through this and develop more patience and more skills. It'll be a hundred percent worth the hour of investment in your time. But what do you say to people? I mean, well, what who, who show up like that? I mean, this is first thing in the morning. You're already showed up to work. Patience, patience used up. I mean, <laughs> you walk in the door and say, I got, I got no more patience. I use all my patience crossing the threshold. <laughs> Yeah, that is uh, a good extent to uh, the amount of people that are in the workplace. And the reason for that, Dr. James, is that uh, it's like uh, a mouse on the treadmill. Uh, People just stay within the context of the grind, if you will. It's even become very, uh, how can I say it, Um, hip uh, to say, hey, I'm on my grind. You know, and so with anything that grinds, eventually it comes to a grinding halt. Uh, we are not meant to grind. We are meant to live graceful lives that, of course, um, during moments on a regular basis, daily basis, has certain senses of urgency, um, certain at times even emergencies. But for people to stay day in and day out throughout the day uh, in a state of survival or uh, urgency is not, you know, how we were designed to be. As a matter of fact, scientifically, it's been proven that people with blood pressures are uh, out the roof. Um, they develop heart disease. They, they have trouble sleeping at night, so forth and so on. So to answer your question, Doc, is that one of the things I really um, um, impart to people is that we were meant to, uh, we are meant, by the way, Uh, to live graceful, healthy, and balanced lives. So I want to change the narrative about always being on and grinding. That's not our nature. That was never the way we were designed. As a matter of fact, up until recent times, 
we naturally would sit on the front porch or the back porch, drink some country time lemonade, just wind down. And people, particularly in rural areas, Dr. Dr. James, continue to live like this where, you know, six, seven o'clock or whatever, they're winding down, they're drinking some lemonade um, on the front porch, they're watching the birds. Um, and at a certain point in time, maybe nine o'clock, every, all lights off and things of that nature. So there was, for the most of our experience on planet Earth, and particularly in, even in modern times, we've embraced both activity and stillness, activity and sufficient rest. Well, we're in a, a heightened state of activity now where people are saying, hey, I don't need to sleep. I can just stay on. If I have my own business, I'll just keep grinding. And I'll just keep working. So one of the first things I uh, emphasize with people is life is about balance. Everything within you and around you operates on balance. So your rest is just as important as your activity. As a matter of fact, the only way you can sustain sufficiently your activity is through adequate rest. So let's embrace both. Let me show you how to, even during the daytime, actually take moments of rest and relaxation, whether it's five minutes, 30 seconds two minutes, so forth and so on, to let go of the stress that you are incurring at that particular time. So by doing that, you can actually be more relaxed, more focused, and operate from a place of higher productivity, all under the umbrella of living a healthier way of life. So right off the top, when I'm dealing with these people, life is about balance. I have them repeat after me, life is about balance. Life is about mindfulness. Uh, and then I actually, again, give them in a very concise way um, the principles of balance, of mindfulness, and how it relates to the workplace right here, right now. And then I take them through the exercises. So people are like, well, this, this makes sense. I haven't, I haven't slept uh, sufficiently in as far as I can remember. That's one of the questions I ask, Doc. I say, well, how many of you all um, sleep um, seven to eight hours per night? Maybe 10% raise their hand. Well, let's go around the room. So basically, how many of you know that you don't get sufficient sleep? Uh, just about everybody raises their hand minus a few folks. And then I say, okay, well, how many of you, what's the normal, you know, uh, amount of sleep that you get? Well, I get three, I get four, you know, good, good night, I get five, things of that nature. And so we have a very common sense um, um, discussion briefly before I take them through any mindfulness activities and things of that nature because most people well everyone knows that they need sufficient sleep but in the busy world in which we're in most people don't know the techniques necessary to do so so that's where i start doc and 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 it resonates with everyone they're like hey man show me the exercises man <laughs> right you know and as you were saying that you know what i thought of I want to try to get this quote right. It's from the Bible. One source of universal life energy is consider the lilies of the valley and how they don't toil, but yet they have everything that they need. And I'm paraphrasing. But when you talk about life being about balance in that, you know, country sitting on the porch. And I can remember that with my grandparents, you know, sitting on the porch and just relaxing and, and lights out at a certain time and that lifestyle. And then I look at that life, I look at the life that I live now, which is on octane or something like that. But I don't get any more done in my day than what my grandparents got done in their day, right? <laughs> Still, you know. So this, this, I think if most of us look at that, you know, we're living in the, in this false paradigm that says we have to be on twenty four seven 
to get greater results, but it's really not true. Those results were gotten back there when we were sitting on the taking that country hour to sit on the porch and have conversation and reconnect with self and our relationships with our family are so important because life is about balance. It really is. So I love that you're putting that out there. Want to back up just a little bit and ask you, what are some of the primary reasons that so many people are under considerable stress in the workplace today? I know one of them you talked about is not getting enough rest at night, but I would probably say that's a chicken or the egg kind of thing because maybe one of the reasons they're not resting at night is because they haven't decompressed from the stress (laughs) they've endured all day. Absolutely. That is the chicken and egg scenario. Indeed. Um, insomnia, just the, just the inability, inability to let go of all of the thoughts, what we call the monkey mind uh, in wisdom traditions such as Tai Chi and Qigong meditation to even get to a, a still point enough to go to sleep. So what people are doing, Doc, is throughout the day, they are, it's a cumulative stress is oftentimes a cumulative process. Now, obviously you have those uh, flight of fight scenarios where you're just dealing with stress only in that moment. But typically that's not the, the kind of stress that we deal with uh, moment to moment, day in and day out. The stress I'm talking about is what is that cumulative stress, if you will, is what's uh, what we're holding on to from two weeks ago, um, two days ago, um, last night, this morning, so forth and so on. So when it comes time to go to sleep, at 10 or 11 o'clock, people are holding on to so much emotional baggage, so many stagnant thoughts um, that it creates a narrative that they can't go to sleep. I don't, I, you know, I, I, I just need to do something else. I know it's quarter to 11, um, soon to be 12, but I need to do something else because if I really just get in this bed right now and just shut everything down, something's going to miss. So, um, Yes, it's, it's letting go of all of those thoughts uh, and emotions that one has related to earlier in that day. And so when we talk about um, healthy living, one of the things that we learned probably when we were in grade school, that digestion is very important. Uh, you know, if you eat two or three meals, hey, you need to be regular, you know, two or three times a day, uh, if you will. You know, you, you ingest. Um, digest, assimilate, and eliminate the food. So how often do we tell people that they need to have a a releasing process um, similar to, you know, uh, what we eat and what we release in that regard, letting go of stress and letting go of, of negative emotions. So that is just like for most people, not even something that's part of their daily paradigm. I mean, you know, it's like, okay, if I'm working from eight to five and nine to five, you know, I'm just dealing with stress. You know, I mean, I might, you know, some, you know, the person might say, okay, hey, they, they take smoke breaks on the hour or coffee breaks or they eat it away during lunchtime, so forth and so on. But the whole notion of letting go periodically throughout the day is foreign to people. So I would, I would have that high up on the list. Um, and, and that we need healthy relaxation breaks throughout the day. And that could be five minutes. Again, it could be sometimes three minutes. But what happens, Doc, is that when people don't take those healthy breaks of breathing, of just mindful breathing and relaxing the body and a body scan, where is this tension showing up, so forth and so on, then they resort to unhealthy ways of trying to cope with distress. 
That's where people smoke cigarettes. That's where they go to the vending machine. That's where they overeat. Um, that's where um, they dump their stress out on somebody else, um, whether it's during a commute home or once they get home, they dump, you know, they, they, they unload their stress out on the family members. So um, most people today have developed unhealthy ways of releasing tension and stress. And so, you know, what I maintain and what I emphasize is that it's very important to approach one's day knowing that throughout the day periodically, I'm going to take me a five-minute break here. I'm going to take a 10-minute break. I'm going to walk outside, get some fresh air, do a couple of stretches uh, right here in front of my cubicle. There's a couple of breathing exercises. I can be looking at the screen. People might not even know what I'm doing, Doc, but I'm just for 90 seconds or two minutes or five minutes, I'm doing a certain breathing technique to let all the tension in that particular five minutes as much as possible out of the body. So letting go and approaching every every day like, okay, I, in order for me to live healthy, in order for me to continue to inhale all the abundance of life, I'm going to have to consistently let go of what no longer serves me. And you know this, for everyone who is listening too, and for those who are in supervisory positions or owners positions, realize that productivity suffers when people do not get these type of five or 10 minute just breaks. And I know a lot, for a lot of people, they don't have uh, the autonomy over their job where they can step outside for 10 minutes. You know, that's frowned upon, you know, it's um, almost like the whip to the back constantly for production, production, production. But these little, in, in fact, there are some top companies. I know law firms, uh, this is back in the nineties. I'd read this article, which really impressed me, maybe the early two thousands, this law firm that was forcing its associates to put their head down on their desk. 30 minutes a day, just no phone calls, no anything, just whether you were asleep or not, just to take that mental break 30 minutes, you know, periodically throughout the day. And they work long hours. I know that. So every, I think it was every so many hours they were supposed to take this 30 minute you know, head on the desk kind of break. And I thought that was going to be like a wave of the future. I didn't really hear about a lot of companies doing that other than that one. But as people are working and they're getting stressed out, whether they believe it or not, whether their supervisors believe it or not, productivity suffers. Reasoning skills suffer because cortisol levels, when they rate, when they escalate, creativity decreases. So, and when creativity decreases, problem-solving skills decrease, and which means that problems escalate and you get decreased work. So, really, I, I'm a big supporter of taking that five, to, to, you know, two to three minutes. But what you do with it is so important because you make a good point. Sometimes people run, and I'm guilty of this. I am a potato chip. I can eat healthy, healthy, healthy. But when <laughs> stress mounts, I'm looking for potato chips. <laughs> and I and I know as I'm doing it, manifest. I I say to myself as I'm walking to that area to get the potato chips. You really just need to. Take a moment and breathe. I'm like, yep, as soon as I finish inhaling this complete bag of chips. <laughs> so, so what can we do before we get to the inhalation of chip chips? Because the breathing, you know, it's a lot. You really have to be, a, and I'm really serious, you have to be a conscious person in a state of consciousness and personal awareness, which most of us are not, to realize, oh, wait a second, I have just reached my threshold. I need um, mental comforting, emotional comforting, self-soothing at this point. Because one more thing, and I'm headed to the chips. 
And <laughs> as I watch my own self and my own, you know, I used to, and I, was, I talked about this on a show recently and I haven't done it. So this is probably the time for me to do it. I used to set a timer on my telephone that went off every so often to remind me to practice breathing. Like it was, you know, 30 seconds, I just, just breathing technique. So what can people do to stay aware so that they don't get to the point where they're already tipped over the threshold and they're already headed to the vending machine. They're already headed for the smoke break or, or even worse, let's, you know, God forbid something that shouldn't come out of their mouth is already coming out. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, one of the things that uh, is very important, you just mentioned it, is uh, we have um, uh, built-in reminders, if you will, or um, forms of communication that can um, serve as reminders. So uh, a a very simple yet effective uh, mindfulness and relaxation technique is that when one is in the office place and they receive an email uh, which is obviously probably every few minutes, uh, is to take a certain number of breaths, if you will, just mindfully. They don't have to, um, you know, slow down any production, anything that they're doing, but allow that email that's coming in uh, within the last three minutes or five minutes, ten minutes, to serve as a reminder to take maybe nine slow, deep inhales and exhales. Um, it can be the, the phone call can do the same thing, serve as a reminder. One of the most powerful uh, uh, things we can do, Doc, is mindful breathing. And so it's what we do when we come into this world. It's what we do when we leave. Um, And the quality of our breathing determines the quality of our lives. So uh, people who are mindfully breathing from the belly periodically throughout the day, and they're using reminders that are already built in, like the email, the text message, person walking through the door, just say, okay, right now I'm just going to take five slow, deep inhalations and exhalations. I'm going to continue what I'm doing, and I'm just going to be very very mindful about this process. Uh, Studies have shown when people take approaches like that, their entire um, body-mind system calms down because um, the uh, the belly has a direct connection with the brain. And so uh, we're adults here listening on this show. So Oh, we're gonna come right. We're gonna come right back with that thought. We're talking about mindful breathing. This is Dr. Drayvon James with our super duper guest, Manifest Raw. Stay with us for managing workplace stress. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you will give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the support of listeners like you to continue operating and expand its outreach. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Ogan Holder speaking at Unity on the River in Amesbury, Massachusetts on Living an Abundant Life. 
Examine your life. Whatever you may think is missing or lacking or you wish you had, realize that you are bearing false witness against your true self and speak words of abundance to it. Speak words of truth to it and to yourself and repeat them over and over again until you've brainwashed yourself into believing that you are divine. The moment you begin to think and speak as if truly you are the embodiment of all that is. This is the only thing we gotta get into our thick skulls. Living the abundant life is not about what we have. Living the abundant life is realizing that we have it all. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Follow UnityOnlineRadio.org on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and stay up to date with everything Unity. Become a fan by clicking the like button. You can join in with a Facebook Live event or just like and share our inspirational messages and posts. Be the first to find out about any big special guests on the radio, giveaways, or events at Unity Village. Make sure you leave any questions or comments about Unity programming. We want to hear from you. If you're looking to deepen your spiritual journey, Unity Magazine is your go-to source for information and inspiration. It's been beautifully redesigned and packed with interesting articles and compelling interviews from today's spiritual thought leaders. You'll find science, spirituality, and healing with a look at Eastern philosophies, meditation, as well as completely new ways to interpret the Bible. Plus, reviews on the latest spiritual books and music. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org. More and more people are interested in a vegan lifestyle, and the numbers continue to grow. Join Victoria Moran every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central for Main Street Vegan and learn how to make the shift to help animals and the planet. Each week, Victoria shares recipes, health tips, and interviews with celebrity vegans, experts, and activists. Learn how to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Right here on Unity Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. We are talking about managing stress in the workplace today. You're in the right place for great results. We have with us today our special guest, Manifest Raw. And just before the break, we were talking about some techniques that you could do to help manage stress in the middle of the day. And I love the idea of mindful breathing. Five, I think it was belly inhalations in and then exhale slowly uh, and that will help to manifest to, to manage stress to manage stress and so we want to be practicing these techniques because we don't want to take this stuff home with us right sure. in fact wouldn't it wouldn't it be great to stop it at the gate i talked about not having to do that potato chip run right <laughs> wouldn't it be great <laughs> just just before you hit that threshold to remember Mindful breathing and and let that wash over you. I know we don't, you know, if you haven't been doing this, if you haven't been living in this space, I know that when I, when I'm conscious enough and I do try to practice this consciousness throughout my day, but when I, when I'm conscious enough to do these things, 
the end of my day feels as peaceful as, you know, the beginning of my day. I really feel at peace as I'm walking to my car. I don't feel revved up and tense. But when I forget to do these little things and I go for the bag of chips, by the time I get to the car, I'm spun. I just can't take another thing. You feel like your eyes are bleeding or something <laughs> from holding stuff in. But we got a caller on the lines. So I'm going to go to that. And then we're going to come back and get some more great ways to manage stress in five minutes or less. So, hi, caller, you're on the line with uh, Manifest Raw and Managing Stress in the Workplace. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Another great show, Dr. James. We're going to be very brief. Um, oh, thank Manifest. you for joining us. Uh, manifest um, great stuff that you're you're discussing. I had a question. How 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 can a person? And this is just a general question. It doesn't necessarily pertain to me. But how can a person in the workplace, if they're trying to de-stress, as you said, let's say they're practicing some of these techniques, but they have coworkers who are constantly stressed, and you have to work directly with these coworkers. How do you keep yourself? From being stressed by their stress, what 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 advice do you have for that type of scenario? Well, uh, that is a common uh, scenario here. Um, at the end of the day, the only thing we have control over is our own energy, our own process, if you will. We, in other words, we can control our breathing, we can manage that, we can manage our own. Um, uh, ability to respond as opposed to react or overreact. So, you know, whether it's family members um, at home or whether it is um, difficult um, coworkers or supervisors uh, on, the, on the job in the working environment, uh, every day we potentially encounter people that are sometimes toxic or chaotic in their approach to daily living. And so these people might be oblivious to mindfulness strategies and techniques. So they're, generally speaking, the kind of person that oftentimes will dump stress on you if you're going to sit there and, 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 and be welcome to it. So what I have found in my own personal experiences as well as through my trainings is to not engage people's aggression, if you will. You know, they're going to... Um, express their energy the best way they know how. And sometimes it's very unfortunate that whatever they were, they're, they're expressing it is the best way they know how. Um, I have been in front of difficult people, um, very stressed out people who may have been hooping and hollering. And as a result of my calm and mindfulness in that moment, saying, hey, the only thing I have control over here is me. And that can be an affirmation that is going through one's head. The only thing I have control over here is me. You know what I mean? I am in control of myself at all times. And so Mm -hmm. in that moment, I am practicing deep breathing even as I am engaging this person. So it's Mm -hmm. like being aware of them but not giving them your energy. You know what I'm saying? So that, that transforms that scenario. So when people see that calm within me, they have to recalibrate. You know what I mean? It's not the same that they're used to oftentimes to getting from fire with fire and some type of uh, volatile exchange. But if I'm sitting there calm and maybe I even take a couple of breaths, two or three breaths before I even respond, period, energy has been scientifically proven to be transferable. In other words, when one person walks through a door, if you will, if they have very toxic energy, 
they can poison the energy in the room. You know what I mean? People could generally speak yeah. and be in a good state of being, but that one person, Betsy, comes in, and everybody's like, <laughs> oh, my God, what's the quickest way out of here? You know what I mean? How do, mm-hmm. how do we all run to the break, break room? She's coming in with mm-hmm. gossip. But she really doesn't have to say anything. It's just her energy. Then Tom comes through the door. Tom is a breath of fresh air. He, generally speaking, has an uplifting demeanor. He's calm, cool, and collective, and that permeates the room. So just okay. like that one person coming in, um, how can I say it, influences the energy in the room, the energy in the, in the room by way of their energy field, that is the same way you want to influence the energy of others in one-to-one or small group scenario. And when I do that, which is regularly, uh, it, changes, it changes everything. You know what I mean? I'm staying calm. I'm staying collected. And I'm saying I am going to respond. I'm not going to react or overreact. We all, in, in every situation, we have a choice to whether we're going to respond or react. React is more instinctual. That's coming from our fears. That's coming from that place of insecurity of, you know, I, I need to return fire. You know, when we are actually just saying, okay, I am going to be practicing deep breathing in this moment, you know what I mean? And anytime I'm encountering difficult people, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to relax my body and I'm going straight to my breathing at the belt. Then after a number of seconds of breaths, we can respond accordingly without ever overreacting. And then that changes the energy in that particular person to some extent where they're saying, oh, okay, well, uh, you know, just, just have a nice day. Let's, let's, let's forget about it. Let's just call by God. Be by. I mean, these things happen all the time, but it only happens when you're in control of your energy and then you influence the energy of others. Yeah, I I love what you said about re- responding and not reacting. And I'm believing you guys can correct me on this, but I'm believing that takes discipline because reacting is instinctual, like you said. Uh, we get under stress and we react. But when you respond, that takes discipline to respond. That means that you are list- you're able to listen. And not, not, and not, sometimes our tongue starts moving. This has happened to anybody else other than me. Your tongue starts moving and you wonder like, why, why is it doing that? <laughs> like, who, who, who told it to do that? <laughs> right. So that, that discipline has got to be there. This is a, this is, this is a practice. I think that we have to, we have to be willing to embrace the, the practice of this. And I would say, I know for me, I started practicing and I do practice even on the weekends. I, I And I went back and I did many, many times go back and set that timer on my phone. So I know that this talk, I'm going to do that after this talk, set that timer so that I'm doing this as a part of my life again, that you're remembering the, Hey, at this, you know, the quarter after the hour, I do some deep breathing or I do, I say an affirmation or I do a tapping exercise or I do a, a positive affirmation or I read something, you know, a really quick verse, something that makes me conscious and aware because it's so quick to slip into a state of unconsciousness where we're not aware of ourselves and we're on robotic autopilot for the negative. So that being, yeah. So being there, Absolutely. we're talking about mindful breathing. That's tip. That's one of the tips we could do. What's something else that we could do so that we don't slip into um, this stress and just get overwhelmed? What's something else we could do on a regular basis? Absolutely. Uh, one of the things, and let's back up for a moment, is um, first thing in the morning uh, is 
having a sense of gratitude, if you will. And before one hops out of the bed and knocks over the alarm clock <laughs> and reaches for the coffee machine and just say, hey, maybe for two minutes, uh, three minutes, I am just going to embrace a sense of gratitude. In other words, I am going to start my day from a place of calm and, and focus uh, and being focused. Simple techniques like that are very important. And then before you even leave out the house, is make sure you actually uh, are leaving out uh, from that same place of calm and, and, and inner tranquility. In other words, okay, you know, even if it's two minutes, I have to do some deep breathing, deep breathing before I leave this apartment or this home. And then on the commute to work, turn on some relaxing music. Turn off the, any talk radio that you know is going to be a very assertive or aggressive conversation. Uh, any music that you know is going to get you ramped up. Put on some relaxing music, some classical music, some type of form of, of relaxed music that regardless of whether you're in uh, rush hour traffic, um, there's a standstill, rubbernecking, whatever it is, uh, you took the wrong route, that the environment in that particular car or on that commute of public transportation by way of your earphones um, is a relaxing environment. There's so much we can control even before we get to work. And then... Uh, before you get out the car uh, to walk into uh, the building or the job site, maybe you take some deep breaths um, for about three minutes or maybe a minute, 90, uh, 60 seconds, just to um, uh, prepare yourself before you walk into that room, uh, into that um, job space, if you will, and you're reminding yourself, I'm bringing my very best to the job today. You know, I'm bringing my very best to the job today. And take some deep breaths. These very simple tips of mindfulness uh, will allow one, uh, propel one to stay more um, relaxed and centered throughout the process. And then once you come into the workplace, um, of course, that's where you have those, 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 those um, signs of returning to that state of calm and, and inner tranquility uh, on your cell phone by way of a text or an email or a phone call. And then there are other small things to do as well. I would say during lunch, uh, make it a point to say, okay, I am going to embrace mindful eating. Uh, you know what I mean? I am going to set an intention today that I am, regardless of what is going on around me that particular day, I am going to eat healthy. I'm going to eat a salad and I'm going to get plenty of fruits and vegetables and a moderate sized meal. So, um, that intention, if you will, is set regardless of what's going to happen that particular day. And I would even say make sure one doesn't include themselves in gossip conversations and, and around people who are just going to talk about the stresses of the workplace because that's going to remain in that person's subconscious uh, process, and they're going to already be thinking about things that are unpleasant to them while they're eating the food. So I would say – uh, either eat alone at times, we just say I'm gonna, you know, go out in the park bench and enjoy the butterflies and the birds and the sunshine, or I am going to eat around people where we don't talk about anything work related and we make sure that we have a healthy conversation that's going to bring the energy level up. Uh, these are very simple techniques that one can do in addition to breathing, mindful breathing from the belly. Another simple technique, Doc, is a body scan if you will, periodically just saying, okay, um, three or four times a day, I am just going to tune in to see what is going on within my own body. Stress shows up in the body. 
Um, and, and, and when I do these corporate presentations, I ask people, where does it show up? And people say in the neck, the shoulders, the head, the back, so forth and so on. And, but they're not even mindful about it during the day. Uh, however, when I teach them a simple body scan technique, um, they're able to tune right into where the tension is in the body. And then mentally and physically just tell oneself, relax that part of the body. So, for example, if everyone just closed their eyes and just set up in a chair or in a lotus position, and just right here, right now, take a few seconds to actually just tune in to any part of the body that you feel has tension and some stagnation, if you will, whether that's in the chest, the neck, the shoulder, the head, and just mentally tell yourself to relax that part of the body and physically make any adjustments to relax that part of the body. Just tune in to any tension and stress in the body, how it's showing up. Mentally, tell yourself to relax that part of the body and physically relax that part of the body. Simple technique like that, um, you know, periodically um, scanning in on one's body can prevent someone to have to go to the, to, to, you know, the massage therapist because they got so many knots up in their shoulders and neck and, and back and so forth and so on. I would also say make sure one is listening to some relaxing music uh, in the workplace. Have some type of device or so forth and so on where you can listen to very calming music, whether it's water sounds, ocean sounds, um, nature sounds, um, sound therapy is very powerful. There's been all kinds of, of studies and research shown that um, according to uh, the music we listen to, it heavily influences one's um, disposition, emotional disposition. So when you think about horror movies, obviously there's a certain kind of music that they're playing uh, during horror mo movies to, to get one ramped up and in a state of suspense and, and even being petrified. Well, uh, when one goes to a massage therapist, generally speaking, they listen to ocean music, um, uh, birds, uh, nature sounds, so forth and so on. Why not have those kinds of, 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 of devices and, and, and sounds um, regularly uh, playing in the workplace? So we have to set the environment to make it conducive to mindfulness and relaxation. We can't say, okay, I'm going to approach mindfulness and relaxation, but, you know, always seeking to turn on um, some high energy uh, uh, ramped up music, um, um, having a decluttered space in the workplace, if you will. That's another uh, big, um, uh, how can I say it, way of, 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 of relieving tension. It's just periodically saying, okay, what is it that I need to kind of release in this, in this, in this working environment right here? Do, are the papers a little out of order? Um, do, you know, let me take five minutes to kind of just tidy everything up. Everything in your immediate space is energy. That's your personal energy field. So if it's cluttered uh, with physical objects, if it's cluttered with um, um, just um, uh, bad music, um, that's going to heavily influence one's mind. And also I would say something very important, Doc, is just being clear that one is going to take silent meditative breaks throughout the day, if you will. Um, everyone, for the most part, enjoys talking. Um, 
one of the hardest things or one of the most important things is to listen, if you will. When I'm talking about listening, I'm not talking about somebody else. I'm talking about going within and saying, I am just going to clear my thoughts, take some deep breaths, and listen to what is going on through me, if you will. And so when I actually teach people how to, to, to actually let go from the busyness of the text phone, uh, I'm sorry, the text message from the computer screen and just say right here, right now, I can embrace silence. And in this silent moment, I can be the observer. I can observe my thoughts. I can observe my breathing. And by focusing more on the observation of the breath, then we get to minimize the thought process. So hopefully, hopefully those are some tips. And I would even say this, something else is very important, Doc, is our approach to sleep. Um, and we talked about this earlier. So it's going to be impossible to have a healthy, relaxed, and really focused way of being in the workplace if one is consistently staying up till 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning, um, eating bad foods, um, checking social media, text messaging, so forth and so on. They're going to be running on four or five hours of sleep, and it won't even be sufficient sleep. So with lack of sleep, um, the concentration is diminished. Um, the focus is diminished, um, the irritability um, uh, increases, uh, and things of that nature. Uh, one more tip I would give is that um, understand that not everything is a multitasking moment. In the workplace today, multitasking is an essential part of the job for most, for most people. But everything doesn't require multitasking. So that's where you periodically throughout the day have timers on your phone set up, you know, at this particular time, no multitasking. I'm only going to focus on one thing, and that one thing is going to be relaxation and meditation. So, um, you know, hopefully I've shared some, um, some basic techniques. Um, and I would even say a bedtime ritual is very important. Everyone should have a bedtime ritual. Um, studies have shown that everyone has a, a, a time where the body naturally begins to shut down and wane. Um, some folks, it might be 830, 930, 10. Um, other folks, it might be a little earlier, so forth and so on. So what most people do, since they're not in tune and don't even know about that shutdown time of the body, they, they find something to eat. They find a news show that's very stressful to watch. They can watch a horror movie or something going on. And so before they know it, they've missed their sleep cycle that was already naturally coming on. So everybody should have a... A, a, a sleep ritual. And what I mean by that, say, okay, by this particular time, I'm no longer taking calls, no longer, you know, on social media. I'm starting to dim the lights. I'm playing some relaxing music and, and I might even drink some herbal tea. Um, months ago, my mom was very stressed out. I taught her some of those same techniques and every night she is listening to calming music and she's sleeping like a baby. That greatly enhances her productivity and her calm for the next day. So those are some basic tips um, on how to uh, let go and to um, um, stay mindful and, and well in the workplace. I absolutely love those tips. I find most of them that I'm, I'm doing, so I'm happy about that. Because that bedtime ritual, if anyone is suffering from insomnia, <coughs> excuse me, I highly recommend that. I'm dimming the lights. I've turned on some uh, classical music or <coughs> excuse me, something of that nature. I have the herbal tea. 
10, 15 minutes, out like a light. <coughs> so those, those rituals really do work. It's all about getting self-mastery and discipline and not putting, and I don't, I say mastery loosely because I don't want to put pressure on us, more stress, but really taking that time to, and I think that phrase you listen and you meant listen to yourself and you can't listen if you're always busy and you got so much external stimulus going, stimuli going on. So really taking that time to listen because your thoughts are important and you'll find some wonderful jewels in there if you do listen. So we're just about five minutes to close manifest. And I got to tell you, you could come back week after week. It, and we'd still have, I'd still have more from my own daily journey that I'd want you to solve. So, but your, your information that you're giving here is so powerful and it's so necessary it's so in the moment in the moment which is what we're really looking for when you're trying to develop and you're working to develop a life of peace every day we need those things those go-to things that we can utilize right now in the here and now so i think everything that you're talking about is so relevant and so hands-on how can people work with you and have and have you come into their companies? How do they contact you and what are you working on right now? Absolutely. Thank you so much for asking. Um, my book is just about finished. Um, Let Go and Flow, The Busy Person's Guide to Releasing Stress in Five Minutes or Less. Uh, I do a tremendous amount of uh, presentations, corporate presentations for um uh, multinational corporations and, and agencies, uh, federal, state, and local. Um, and I'm excited about expanding that. I work with the nation's leading health insurance companies, but also do a lot outside of uh, any contracts I have with health insurance companies. So uh, please reach out to me at energywork.com, I-N-N-E-R, the letter G, work.com. Again, that's inner gwork.com i-n-n-e-r the letter g work.com they can also reach me at 202-746-4537 again 202-746-4537 one more time 202-746-4537 i'm very much looking forward to take a national tour uh in the coming months uh to promote the book um, I'm very excited about workplace wellness. And, and one thing I forgot to tell you, Dr. James, is that all of this, uh, much of this started, <clears throat> excuse me, back in 2000 for me. I was one of these people that was burning the candle at both ends, stressed out, didn't know how to slow down, didn't know how to be quiet and listen within. Everything was an emergency and urgency for me. If there's 24 hours in a day, I thought I needed to be working 23 hours a day. And so that was my narrative. And as a result of that, I overate. I mean, eating was the easiest um, coping mechanism for me. Now, I'm a short guy, five, six, you know, you know, I relatively, you know, don't weigh that much. But I thought that eating was the, the you know, the, the healthiest and the easiest way for me to deal with stress. And so there were times, even though I would call myself vegan, I would try to eat anything that was in my path. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The vendor <laughs> machine. Uh, I worked at a recreation center as a programs director, and they always had um, 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 uh, boys and girls club pizzas and pound cakes in there, AARP. So it was a ready-made disaster for me where I could go into the kitchen at any particular time and just, you know, 
just free, you know, just, just, just go at it, you know. And so what happened is I developed some significant health challenges, yeast overgrowth, candida, and other health issues that my immune system was greatly compromised. And I had some serious um, skin issues and things of that nature. So uh, I was challenged and forced to do something different. And so for anybody listening out there, I don't want to come off as if, hey, I've always been doing this. No, I got to this place out of necessity. Um, and back in 2000, I took my first Tai Chi class and I really um, uh, got really serious about meditation. And it's been a life changer for me. So in most cases, I'm just calm, cool, and collective. And I can go. We're going to we're gonna end on that note. Calm, <laughs> cool, and collective. They're playing our song. This is Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. You've been listening to Manifest Draw, How to De-Stress in the Workplace. Five minutes or less. Learning to let go and flow. Next week, guys. Everyday Peace. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark, on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.